It is Monday, June 20th in the MLB, and I'm Austin from Calling Our Shot. And I'm Logan from Calling Our Shot. And we are back with our three best picks of the day. We got our favorite money line, or over, under, player prop, and no one for standing coming your guys' way. Guys, it's a new week. You know what that means. But no better time than going down real quick, hitting that subscribe button for Austin and I. Just 0.5 seconds out of your day, it really does help us grow this channel. I agree. And Logan, you know, we always do our parlay of the day. We do it every single uh, business day and it's Monday. So we got our parlay of the day live on Odd Jam. Top link in the description. And you know, the parlay last week were terrible. So today we're giving you guys an incentive. If the parlay doesn't hit today, which we are very confident in our two legs we cooked up, if it doesn't hit, we're giving away 25 bucks to a random subscriber and 25 to a random COS All-Star. So if you want to go potentially be $25 richer, just go hit that subscribe button. Hopefully we aren't paying out $25. Well, that would be $50. But if that's the case, we'll uh, we'll tackle it then. If you want to become a COS All-Star as well, hit that join button. We have one new one. Harold, thank you for joining the All-Star group. But let's hop into a recap of yesterday. Not necessarily a worst day. It's a back-to-back two and two days. We had Yankees minus one and a half. And, oh, brother, the Yankees really uh, sold that one up 8-3. They said, nah, we're out of here. We don't want any of this. To, to, <laughs> they didn't want it. Uh, obviously losing 10-9. to The Nationals plus one and a half. We added that on Twitter. Make sure you're following us at Call on Our Shot. We also added it in the pinned comment. Nationals come up with the outright win. Pavetta under five and a half Ks. This is my sayonara to K-Props. The last two guys have taken the under. They've gone and struck out over 10 batters. So, no, I'm not taking – Touching K-Props, they put Albert Pujols in the lineup. I didn't expect that. He accounted for three of the strikeouts. It didn't even matter. And then, of course, we bounced back with Mariners, Angels, no one for spending a no-sweat bet. But without further ado, we don't want another two-day. Two so we're going to hopefully bounce back today. Logan, you've been mm-hmm. on the – you got that one. Yesterday you got uh, one and one. I want one and oh today, what you got for the people. Yeah. First of all, I do want to address the Yankees one. Look, up eight to three, you shouldn't lose that game. But you know what? I jinxed the hell out of them. That's fine. <laughs> See you, Bronx Bombers. But today I'm I'm playing an over-under just simply because I, I can't deal with a bullpen meltdown uh, selling me like that. We're going to the Cubs versus Pirates game, an unlikely you know game, no sex appeal. I'm taking the under eight and a half total runs, currently minus 120 odds on, on uh, Caesars, as Austin is pulling up here right on odds, Jim. This one's interesting, though, because we're going to probably, if you're placing this bet early, your book might still have it at eight. I highly anticipate that given the uh, given the values on this, that it will climb to eight and a half. And I, re- I really do want the eight and a half. I don't really want the eight. Could see him landing right on eight. I do want the under eight and a half. Uh, and I do think it is worth the value. Now, we're going we're gonna to start with in the, a little per- public percentages, right? 70% of the bets on the over in this one, right? Makes a lot of sense if, if you're just doing a really square analysis of what the, the two pitchers ERAs, right? Caleb Killian coming in with an eight ERA. Yes, that's sky high. His two starts, five and three earned runs in, in his only two starts. But at the end of the day, I don't believe the total will be set this low if the books thought Killian would get rocked once more. Yes, that, that name should sound familiar to you. Last time he was on the mound, I picked the Cubs. And uh, yeah, they gave up 19 runs to the Padres. So I don't think they're setting this over under at eight and a half if they expect him to go you know, just absolutely sell the game, sell the total, right? Now, Pittsburgh's offense, right? They're just not, they're not a juggernaut by any stretch, right? 28th in runs, 28th in hits, and 28th in strikeouts. That's, you know, nearly nearly dead last in, in all of those major offensive categories. And Pittsburgh also has the third worst batting average at home, right? That's that's really interesting because, you know, you think you're more comfortable at home playing your home bar, ballpark. Uh, Pittsburgh, not really, not not the case for the Pirates. Now, the Cubs, 18th in road batting average. So away from Wrigley, the Cubs aren't that strong of an offensive team either. Right? I, I would never touch an over-under at Wrigley. But at, at PNC Park, I feel okay about it. Who who are the Cubs facing today, though? 
They're facing JT Brubaker. Four and one earned runs versus the Cubs this season. And he's coming in with a 4.5 ERA. Now, I'd love a, a one-earn-run type performance from Brubaker, and he's certainly capable of that. He's he's a decent pitcher. To me, he's improved this year than he was last year. Like Last year, was just a major fade spot. You'd never take an over-under uh, with Brubaker on the mound. But I think he can definitely navigate his way through the lineup. I, I pulled, obviously, the hitting splits versus Brubaker. VR, 4-for-7, or Ortega, 3-for-7, are the only Cubs with really decent batting averages versus Brubaker. But again, it's, it's on a small sample size. These aren't people that have faced him 30-plus uh, plate appearances. So I, I think he he should be able to definitely navigate the Cubs' order. Chicago Cubs also. This is this is one of my favorite stats. Second to last in runners left in scoring position per, per game. That, that offensive stat is just infuriating to anybody betting an over, anybody betting the Cubs. Look, baseball is about you know, run opportunities, right? The Cubs have a lot of run opportunities. They just can't do anything with them. And that that's really why I am comfortable uh, betting the under in this one. The bullpens, yeah, I mean, Chicago's uh, bullpen 29th and bullpen ERA, Pittsburgh 18th and bullpen ERA. But again, they work that into the total, right? The, the books shouldn't be giving free money on the over, or maybe they are, who knows? But they, they shouldn't be. They know the bullpens are bad. I think the starting pitchers can keep this line under and that's why i'm gonna go ahead and ride the under in this one but austin what do you got for a player prop today yeah we've been on a little bit of a cold slump in the player prop department but today i'm bouncing back and i'm going to trust the ally hopefully so far uh, today we're going to a man by the name of g-man troy of the tampa bay rays taking his over 0.5 bases minus 115 on DraftKings. now it's very weird we only have two books with a line for it g-man troy at the moment so does G-Man Choi not play today? If he doesn't, it will avoid on DraftKings or Caesars. If you put it on FanDuel, it might not avoid if he does come in and pinch hit. Obviously, all we need is one hit, so it's really just him to record a hit. And I won't lie to you. This line does feel a little bit trappy. It does. It does. It, I, I don't really understand why we're at one and a half or 0.5 bases, but hey, I'm going to take it. If we fall into the trap, then that's fine. We see, obviously, Sharper Bucks had it at minus 137. So let's talk about why we like Choi. Uh, Choi in the race. They're taking on Garrett Cole today. Obviously, the Yankees are on the road. They're in Tampa Bay today. And Cole, notoriously, has pitched pretty well versus this uh, Rays team. Now, he might ne not necessarily have the most wins against them, but he does get a lot of strikeouts against them. So if you want to go to his, like, seven and a half strikeouts, I don't mind that at all. He did have seven strikeouts versus them in his most recent start. So we look at Choi. He's been hitting Cole very well. 393 versus Cole career-wise, 11 for 28. He has a hit in six of eight games versus Cole exactly, and then in seven of eight once the bullpen did come in. Troy's batting 289 on the year, probably his best year so far, at least batting average-wise. And like I said, this could be a trap, but I just have to fall into it. I have to take it because Troy has a hit in 15 of his last 17 games, batting 339 over that time span. He's been batting very well, and that 339, very similar to what he's doing at home this year, batting 337 at home compared to just 232 on the road. He's been a very hot hitter, and I just think – we're only looking at one hit. That's all we need. I'm not asking him to get one and a half bases or get a home run, which he has a lot of home runs against Cole. And we've seen games where Cole just comes in and melts down. And that could happen today. It's definitely not outside the realm of possibility. So I might be falling into a trap here. Maybe I'll be coming on and having to wear a clown nose tomorrow when Troy's 0 for 5 or doesn't play at all. But if he doesn't play, then maybe we'll add another play, another player prop. But I do think Troy should play. Given the splits, the Rays do like to try out their best lineups against those star pitchers. And they're going to look at the splits Troy has against Cole. And I don't anticipate them benching G-Man Troy today. He's been too good for him. They're going to need him for some offense against Garrett Cole, one of the better pitchers in the MLB. So I'll ride with G-Man Troy. Over 0.5 bases. All we need is one hit, Mr. G-Man. I'm counting on you today. But, Logan, you know what time it is, baby. It's Nerfy Nation time. Wave those flags. Best time of the year. 
And we cashed yesterday. We've been on a pretty good run. I'll have to go mm -hmm. up. This one cashed today. We'll go back and track our record for the month so far, obviously on day 20. But today we're going with Cardinals, Cardinals Brewers, nowhere in first inning, minus 120 on FanDuel. Now, before we get into it, there's obviously a, a bunch of different uh, nerfies you could look at. If you want us to come out here and say Yankees, Rays, sure. But we're not betting a minus 180, you know, we're in first thing. We just can't do it. Just goes against our, our our belief. But we like this one. We're at minus 120 on FanDuel. We see a bunch of different books. The fact that we're getting minus 120 is a little bit suspect. But, you know, a lot of other books are obviously have more juiced lines. And we got to talk about the two pitchers because that's why we think it should be more juiced. On the mound for the Milwaukee Brewers, Corbin Burns, their best pitcher, 2.52 ERA, 11-2 and two on no one first innings this year. And he already nerfed first this St. Louis Cardinals team. Now, the Cardinals do have the bats to get up runs. They're ninth in first inning runs. But I still do think Corbin Burns, I mean, we know him. If he does happen to get a runner or two on base, this guy has the put-away pitches to strike out people and not lead to sack flies. That's what Corbin Burns can do. So I think he can get us the first three outs. What about the next guy, Logan? Yeah, it's battle of the aces, right? Cardinals are also putting out their ace, Miles Michaelis, right? 2.62 ERA, 11-2 and two on number and first innings this year. He's been really solid as well. Just like Corbin Burns, he has he has faced uh, Milwaukee, and he's nerfed twice versus uh, the Brewers this season. So we like to see that as far as uh, sample size. Milwaukee tied for 18th in first inning runs. Milwaukee's also 23rd in strikeout percentage, which is important. As you mentioned, first time through the order with these two aces, both of them have the put away pitches. It's really hard uh, to see these two pitchers. And just to, you're, a lot of the times, if a hitter gets a hit versus these two, it's a guess. They just guessed slider and timed it up perfectly. Uh, but I really do think these two have uh, what it takes to get us those three outs we need. We're not asking full game or anything, right? The over-under to this game set to seven and a half, too. They don't expect a whole lot of runs in the Battle of the Aces. So if we can avoid the garbage solo home runs, I'm calling it right now. Milwaukee's ballpark does have a tendency to have some garbage home runs in it. But we we will stand a really good chance of flying the flags. Also, also Austin, we, we should mention the other one we were looking at. We were looking at Giants versus Braves one. And you know what? Whenever we make someone uh, another one our lean, that one usually hits. So maybe if you're looking for another no-run first inning, uh, that, that should also be a good choice. We're going to fly the flags again. Heck, yeah, we're flying the flags. Yeah, we consider that Braves-Giants one. Where we obviously trusted Logan Gilbert yesterday. We were looking at another Logan and Logan Webb. But we're just going to stay away and go to the Cardinals versus Brewers. So those are our three picks. Cardinals, Brewers, Nerfy, G-Man, Choi, over. Over 0.5 bases. We're taking the Cubs, Pirates under eight and a half runs. We appreciate you guys as always. We'll see you guys again. And reminder about that parlay of the day. Look, that doesn't hit. We're giving away 25 bucks to random all-star and 25 bucks to random subscribers. Go hit that subscribe button. You can become a little bit richer today. Hopefully not. And maybe you're richer after the parlay cash is top link in the description. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. Peace.